This is the John Moore Show from Lubbock, Texas, on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. As far as the debater bears, we better put our track shoes on and be ready to run and get back and try to get in front of these guys in transition. All right, let's give it up for Coach Adams. Thank y'all so much. God bless you. Appreciate you being here. All right, that's Mark Adams on his show, Red Raider Basketball with Mark Adams, live at Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show on the road with the Bears. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Courtesy of the Texas Tech Sports Network from Learfield, part of the uh, Coaches Show last night, live at Rudy's here in Lubbock. We love the Rudy's in Waco, and I'm sure would here in Lubbock as well. But thanks to the audio there, Mark Adams, the head coach in his second year of the Red Raiders, Jeff Haxton, the uh, wonderfully talented host of the show and voice of Texas Tech basketball and baseball, and Jeff joins us now. And uh, I, I'm... You feel the same as I do. We love our trips to Rudy's. I mean, our coaches' shows are there, and they are highlight events on the calendar. Okay. All right. We'll get with Jeff here in just a second. Flowery introduction there, and uh, we'll recreate that and get him on with us. Tech uh, does come into the game tonight 10-7 and 7 on the year, 0-5 in Big 12 conference play. But, as we mentioned, some really uh, tight games, close losses Opened opened with a loss uh, at TCU, uh, lost to Kansas here, snapped a 29-game home court uh, winning streak with that loss to Kansas January 3rd, uh, lost to, to uh, Oklahoma in overtime, lost to Iowa State, and that was not that close, and then a two-point loss to Texas uh, most recently on Saturday. Hacks, welcome to you. We appreciate you being on with us. Hey, J. Mo. Good to be here. How are you? How are you? I'm doing just fine and, now. I'm doing all right. Oh well, and a lot of times it's kind of a hey, how you doing? But I'm serious. How are you doing? You've been through a stretch here, man. Uh, how are you doing? <laughs> well, uh, I appreciate you asking. It is uh, a whole lot better, but not where it needs to be yet. With uh, I had a bacterial infection uh, go through my left leg and. Sent me to the hospital. I I'd never. I'm 44 and hadn't spent a night in the hospital my entire life. Now I got four because of uh, what happened to my left leg. So it was a scary time. It was uh, the most painful thing I've ever been through. And I've had broken ribs and several several things happen. And it was uh, an absolute nightmare. So I missed that Kansas game. And that uh, you know I'd called 29 straight home wins and then mm. missed the KU game. It laid up in the hospital and then. Got back for the Oklahoma game, lost that one in overtime, and it's been a tough start. My point is, uh, yes, 0-5, but look at the scores, and most of those, except the Iowa State game, they've been really close, uh, even the two-point loss to Texas on Saturday. Yeah, they have been, and, you know, just just some little things here and there. Um, just haven't been able to get off of, uh, of the launching pad here, and, the, you know the the people around you know town they do, do the same to you. I'm saying, hey, what, what's up with basketball? You know when your right. when your team starts zero and three, what's up? What's up? What's up? Well, my answer is, I think we're pretty good, but it might not matter, right. um, <laughs> because of um, you know you mentioned. Listen, we played um, number two at 
home, number seven on the road, number 11 on the road, and number 12 on the road, you know, and then the OU one. Uh, we didn't have Bacho or Pop Isaacs. So, hmm. I mean, it's tough to, you know, he's good enough to come in there and beat you, you know, and, and they did. So, um, it this is, uh, you're going to get uh, our best effort tonight, J-Mo, because it's, it's desperation time. It's, um, I mean, again, I think you have, uh, what's K-State, 13th, 14th, something like that. Um, you get them on the road um, right. Saturday. So, I mean, gosh, it's just, it's crazy. It really is. And K-State is 13th this week. They were 11th last week, but 13th this week. So there, there's your week. Here, you, so you're trying to get well and get a win, and you get Baylor at 21 and K-State at 13. And, I mean, the hits just keep on coming, don't they, in the league this yeah, year? Yeah, the preseason, you know, pick to win it all. And Baylor, um, you know, I've been watching you guys, and you, as usual, you're loaded with talent and, um, you know, and, and I think that one of the big challenges that now we're going to see is um, playing not completely different, but a lot different. When uh, Fardaz Amak, the transfer from Utah Valley, 6'11", probably playing at about 255. He's probably about 10 pounds overweight. He, you know, he was supposed to play like five to 10 minutes against Texas and play 29. Right. So right. you're you're really playing – a different brand of basketball when uh, you have a big like that enter. I don't, you know, with the, with so many guards that play today, with you know four guards on the floor. I think if you had a, a guard just kind of insert in there, it wouldn't be so much different. But with uh, kind of a space eater and a big fellow like him, I think it uh, changes the way that you play and. They're hoping the rebounding numbers balance out because they're at a deficit in conference rebounds. Um, they're hoping the you know the points go up and finally find a way to finish ahead of somebody instead of behind, which has been the, the early trend. Uh, Hacks, tell us about this guy, the big guy, Fardals. Am I saying it right, Fardals? Amac. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. transfer or from Vancouver, British Columbia, Utah Valley, WAC Player of the Year, two-time WAC Defensive Player of the Year, and uh, just now healthy in his first game was that Texas game, as you said, played 29 minutes. Um, tell us about these guy, this guy because people may be seeing him or hearing his name for the first time, you know, just this week. Yeah, you're right. It's like, okay, I haven't seen that big number 11, you know, out there, and uh he he's a very skilled big. He hit a three against Texas. He's only got 23 threes in his entire career. The first two years that he played Division One basketball, he didn't shoot any. But his last year, he hit 22 threes, and he's got one this year. So um, uh, he grew up with a uh, MMA uh, martial arts background. He, he was a swimmer. He was... Uh, uh, played a little soccer, and then at 13 fell in love with basketball. His dad is 6'4", he's 6'11", he just kept growing. And so he's a skilled big that last year averaged 18 and 13 at Utah Valley. And I think he can have numbers not that high, but I think he can get close if he can stay healthy. He just... It, what's crazy about 29 minutes is he didn't do anything. I mean, this was a bad break, and it happened uh, late summer. 
And mm-hmm. so he hit the, he was in a cast forever. I mean, for a long time. Finally got the cast off like December 5th. And then, you know, now you got another process of trying to get back. So we only had like a practice and a half before he plays 29 minutes at Texas. So the uh, it's given, I think, everyone a shot of optimism. And um, we hope that, you know, those feet can stay healthy because he is such a big guy. And uh, hope that he can stay skilled around the basket and pull down some boards and give this team a boost. Jeff Haxton, our guest, voice of Texas Tech basketball and baseball. And really up and down your lineup, uh, there's a lot of new names this year. There's uh, very few, well, eight of your, what, eight of your top nine scorers from last year are gone. Kevin O'Banner would be the guy that I think our listeners would uh, remember and know and remember from last year. But, boy, a lot of new faces. Uh, how, How do you feel like that process of meshing all the new guys with the returnees together is going? Well, I think it's been difficult. Um, there's been some some strife in as far as uh, chemistry issues uh, off the floor. I do think that's gotten a lot better. They've gotten over and through some of the issues that were bothering them, say, around the Hawaii trip. It didn't take very long for some fissures to develop, fissures, I'm trying to say that, um, to develop within the, the chemistry. I mean, they would tell you that the chemistry was fine, but you can kind of tell that it wasn't. Um, it's just a, it's a huge puzzle, and you're right. It's it's O'Banner and Bacho from the year before. Um, KJ Allen played very sparingly, so those are the only three guys that were on last year's Sweet 16 team. Um, you have Davion Harmon, who was at OU in Oregon, now running your point. You have Pop Isaacs, a freshman from Las Vegas, who leads the team in threes, running the two. You have a couple of transfers that just playing have it worked out that aren't playing at all and Demarion Williams and Kerwin Walton both go those guys thought they would be huge contributors uh they haven't been Daniel Bacho got really sick at TCU other than that and a dislocated finger against Kansas he's having a great year so it's yeah it's on down the list Lamar Washington's a backup guard um from Oregon you just got a bunch of guys that are that are trying to figure this thing out and most of them were not on last year's team yeah well and as we started by talking about i mean this is a tough league to figure things out in you know with who you're playing every night uh it's just tough isn't it oh very yeah i mean (laughs) it just you know i i couldn't believe how well iowa state played and i knew they were good but uh they were just miles past our guys uh, when we went up there uh, you know texas finally has a home court advantage and i think they're loving that and that place was jumping and uh, you know it ended up being a, a tough place to play i thought our guys handled a lot of that well you know jalen tyson's another guy to watch out for the the texas transfer he had a double double back where he started his career he had 12 and 14 against the Longhorns, and he's kind of an X factor, I think, John. If he plays well, we'll have a good chance. He he's got uh, some good range. He's kind of a you know a big guard, almost to a forward type body. Um, can play in the perimeter, can play all around. Just a talented guy, but he's been he's been like like Terrence Shannon used to be for us, and that's either way up here in the ceiling doing incredible things or 
just kind of a non-factor. And we've seen that from Jalen from time to time. But I, I really think he's a, a good kid. And and that's another thing. I mean, even though we're, you know, again, going through 0-5, we got some good kids. So um, hopefully they can find a way. Uh, what do you think? Full house tonight? Really good crowd? I know the students are back. What do you think the crowd's going to be I like? Think, I think it'll be close to full. I'm, I'm thinking somewhere about 14 Three is would be my guess. I don't think that it'll be completely full, but um, you know, there's kind of been a again a rallying call put out. You know, uh, where white again, which I think we did for you guys last year as well. I do not think Mahomes will be across the court from you tonight, though, like he was last time. <laughs> Probably not. He's still playing, right? He's still busy. Pull, pulled out all the stops, you know, back then to uh, yeah. to get the Bears at home. But uh, yeah, I don't. So I don't think we'll have Pat. Um, but we'll have we'll have a really good crowd tonight. I, I know the students are already lining up, and that is a huge student section to fill. But they do a great job of filling it, and that's been a huge part of Texas Tech's success at home has been difference making crowds. And um, you know, we had a sellout for night one. Haven't had a sellout since. Might get there tonight. It'll be close. Wow. Well, and you've already used your Pat Mahomes uh, for Baylor coming to town back in football in October. Remember, he was here for the football game against Baylor. Oh, wow. It's just every time the Bears come to town. Pat yeah, yeah. To Roll town, out but... Pat Mahomes. Exactly. But yeah. not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, it's great to visit with you. I look forward to seeing you this evening, and uh, I do appreciate your time. Thanks very much. Hey, thank you, J-Mo. We'll see you soon. All right. All right, bud. Thanks. That is uh, Jeff Haxton, the voice of – Texas Tech basketball and baseball, Bears and Red Raiders. Coming up tonight, we'll be on the air at 7.30, tip-off at 8, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight will be on ESPNU. So we look forward to that. Let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, some big birthdays today to share with you. We've got that and more when we come back live from Lubbock. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, also brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, it's your bank. We're back after this, live from Lubbock here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN.